This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Football on the Sports Social Podcast Network is brought to you by BetVictor, where new signings are guaranteed a great debut. Join and choose your welcome offer at betvictor.com. 18 plus, begambleaware.org. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. We're going to build a train so big it can't be stopped. From the executive producers of Power. We got enemies eyeing us, cops clocking us. Comes the new season of Power Book 4, Force. Tommy Egan is the linchpin to bring down all of these gangs. Egan's too dangerous to be left alive. Power Book 4, Force. Game over. Premieres Friday, September 1st, only on Stars and the Stars app. Get in there, Burnley. Get in there, Burnley. Yes. yes. We are fucking staying up. Maybe. Ooh. Who knows? We'll discuss a little bit. Um, evening, everyone. Apologies, I'm a little bit late. I was stuck in traffic. Simon's playing a guitar by the sounds of it as well. Um, but I got stuck <laughs> in traffic um, on the way home from night games because this dickhead decided to move to the other side of fucking Burnley. Um, but yes, we've won a game. Burnley 3, Everton 2. Finally. I didn't think that were going to come in the first half. I'm going to be honest with you, but it did come. I was slagging Dash off at half-time saying he needs to earn his 125 grand a week. He did. So uh, it's about time as well. Um, boys, welcome, welcome. Simon, how are you doing? You okay? I'm buzzing, mate. Absolutely delighted. I think cheers. it was. Cheers, mate. Do you know what? I ain't got beer. I'll come back to that one. Uh, but yeah, it's no, I'm, I'm buzzing. I'll join you in a brew. I'll join you in a brew. <laughs> I've had a brew, but uh, you've tempted me with a beer. No, I'm, I'm buzzing. I think it was... Uh, it was a game that I genuinely, I think everybody that spoke to me, including yourself, Joe, I said, I genuinely can't see us not winning this game. We, I have no doubts in my mind that we will win this game. That is not how I felt at half-time. But genuinely, That's not how I felt at all. I would just put that out no, there. Like like, we can't lose this game. This is our game. And I, I, everyone, can, honestly, I tweeted it. If we win today, we will stay up. 
if we get beat, we'll go down. That's how imperative a result was today to our, our right, team. So you're going early with the we are staying up. You think that's 100%, it? 100%, yeah. Like stay up. It's very rarely I've got negative sort of points at this season, but it got very close to me saying we're going down. So instead of saying I we're would. going down, I'm like, if we do not win this weekend... Then we're yeah, going half time, half time, I was ready to join the dash out crew. I'm not going to lie. I was fuming with that first half. <laughs> Daniel, you've messaged me about that first half performance. You you were sort of like my sort of thinking, weren't you? How we turned that game around, I do not know. Because that first half was shite, weren't it? Yeah. And that, that's understatement of the year. It was dog shit. It was utter shit. Horse shit. Cat shit. It, it was just honestly <laughs> absolutely type of shit. Exactly. It, it, it was just one of those things where... You just thought typical Burnley performance. We did this. We did it at Goodison. Went one nil up, and then all of a yeah. sudden crumbled. And I just thought typical. We've done it again. We've done it again. Arses fell out. And then I thought, right, half time came about, and I thought I'm not going to get pissed off. I got. I'm not going to get pissed I'm off. Gonna I'm going to sit there, really and I'm just going to, I'm going to absorb it and think I'd love to be a fly on the wall because I'd love to know what Dash said. I, I'd love to have seen Dash doing some sort of like. Peaky Blander esque, na- na- like Neil Warnock type sort of speech yeah. in there. Like, no fucking fighting, no fighting, but you've got to fucking die to get three points. And yeah. uh, at the end of the day, we, we did. Um, yeah, well, I can breathe a lot easier now, but I have gone through every emotion through that 90 minutes. I think I went through more emotion in that game than I did at Wembley in Onan. Yeah, you know what? I was very emotional. Probably not Wembley or Nan levels of emotional, but I tell you what, I don't. I weren't far off it. We were uh, honestly first half. We got that goal. I'm like buzzing, yes. And then for some reason, we'll just summarise the game now. Um, I'll go first. But for some reason, we got the goal, and I thought we we're playing okay. By the way, but just before I do start, evening Garros. He says, "What a game! Having to have a nightcap now to lower the heart rate." Cheers, Garros. There you go. Uh, just do a cheers on your on your phone or whatever you're watching if you're having a beer. Um, but first off, we got that goal and we played all right. And I remember thinking, we got the goal. I mean, Dad said to me, right, let's hope Everton's heads drop now. And it wasn't their heads that dropped. It were ours. We got the goal and we shit ourselves. We just capitulated. I don't get it. It's fucking... It was, it, that first half was shite. Honestly, it really was shite. Uh, but second off, like I said, I tweeted at half-time saying, Dash needs to come out and earn his money. Um, and I think he did. Um I think he made some subs that he needed to make. Lawton, I've been saying for fucking ages now, I do not rate Connor Roberts and I'm sick to death of people under the age of 21 criticising me on Twitter because they've all got this weird Roberts agenda like he's some sort of good defender because he's not. I've been saying, oh, he's all right going forward, but that weren't example today. He wasn't doing that today. It was what every time a defend, uh, an attacker went towards Roberts, he just moved out of the way. Like, what are yeah, you doing, man? What are yeah, you dude. doing, man? Um, Dan, actually, I'll stop here. Dan, I'll bring you in because you watched it on the TV, didn't you? Yeah. I obviously I, I was on the game. I saw the, I saw the second penalty incident on the screen. Looked a blatant pen to me. I don't know why everyone was kicking off. Um, but the first one, obviously, I've not seen a replay of it, but it did look poor, uh, like a poor challenge. But it looked like it looked soft, but it, a penalty. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, I, I personally don't think it's a penalty, um, and even that that's even with a claret tint of glasses off. I just think he has made such a meal of it. He is literally, yeah. he is literally sort of. I can understand. You can see them giving it. It's ridiculously soft, but you would expect a man of Matt Dean's caliber to know that that happens week in week out. Well, that sort that sort of penalty, that a goal got ruled out for Leicester against Man United last week. You know, for a similar situation. 
and it what there were no penalty incident. That was so. I understand he had his hands on him. There were a bit of a battle there, but I think I think he makes the most of the situation. He jumps. He sort of like elevates himself and then drops. Honestly, it's like he's just jumped on the edge of a diving board and sort of just flopped over. Yeah. Uh, the second one, the second one, as you say, he's he's clicked. He's clicked him. He's took his standing leg. You know, I can un- I can un- understand why that one were given, but the first one, very iffy. And somebody asked me if it was at the other end of the pitch, would you be saying the same thing? I'd be saying it's ridiculously soft, but the fact that it's for my team, I won't be arguing. Of course, I wouldn't. But um, yeah. it is extremely soft, and you'd have expect somebody of Mark Dean to have just gone, nah, see that too often. Well, he nearly did, didn't he? He stopped for a little bit and thought about it. And I think he might have had a word in his ear with the linesman or something uh, and they discussed it. The ball said, I thought that repent. Do you think it's a pen? Like I said, from the ground, I thought it was a pen, but I've not seen any replay, so I can't comment. The only thing that annoyed me is they made him go and check it, which I guess is a, is a, a scenario of them, them them thinking they were both penalties anyway, but they made him go and check that one, whereas he didn't really go that deep into the first one. But Simon, you look like you wanted to come in at one point. What were your thoughts on the pens? I don't know if you've actually seen them, to be fair, mate. Uh, I've not seen the replays, obviously. I saw it live on the turf. But um, from my angle, straight away, I was like, what? Yeah, my heart dropped as soon as that contact was made. And I was saying to the people around me, my dad included, and David, and I was saying, that is ridiculously stupid from us, from our point of view. It's like, I want our striker in that scenario to do the exact same thing. It might yeah. be soft, but at the end of the day, there was... There were fouls, and and going to the one where Matt Dean didn't even give one of them, but VAR did, and then he's had to go and sort of say, as soon as VAR says, go and have a look at it, you're always going to give it, aren't you? Let's be honest, it's very rare. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew as, as soon as it came on the screen, you just know, well, 95 seconds when it came on the screen, and then he went over to the thing, definitely going to be given. I'll tell you how I bad remember. it is. If, if he's going to give if he's going to give that first penalty to Everton, then he has to give us a penalty for the corner incident. That's how yeah. soft the penalty was. I agree with that. The only difference was the the feet getting swiped from. Yeah, under I, f- I felt I felt I, I felt like Corney were looking for it. You know, but yeah, I don't really. It's all with the but, others, yeah. Yeah, but with the other with the other ones, there's, there's I don't know. Like I said, I've not seen the replay of the first one. I feel like there's more contact. But it was Westwood, weren't it, that brought the first guy down? Yeah, what yeah, yeah. The fuck is he doing? He, he got in front of him. He turned and looked at Nick. Then whoever it was got back in front of him, and then he gives a penalty away. It's, just like, it's the first man. thing he's fucking brought down all season because everything else he pings up in air. <laughs> yeah. So exactly, exactly. The, honestly, the four penalties yeah. were mistakes on positioning that led to yeah. them being in that position. That then Meadows fumbled. That's one, Mike. We got. Yeah. We ended there. We had, we had a position where Westwood almost looked at Charlie Taylor to deal with it and then realised he wasn't going to deal with it and felt that it was his situation that to deal with. That happened against so City, though, didn't it? That committed. something came across again. Yeah. And they were always looking around. It's like they're just poor at the back of it, which is and, unusual. And again, you know, it, it was with Charlie Taylor on his side. Then the opposite side, Connor Roberts has gone so far into the midfield role that they've just left a huge gap in behind that Lennon's then had to go chasing. Uh, and again, it was positioning. Yeah, look at that yeah. incident. I think it were beginning of the second half. I'm not quite sure whereabouts it were, but Connor Roberts is literally on the edge of the, the edge of our box. Richarlison's ready. Oh, Richarlison's just got a simple tapping if he actually could get the ball from out from under his feet. He had loads of space, and and you just let him let him run into it. It, it you know, he's he's been all right, Roberts. I'm not going to say that he's been great. He's been all right. You know, when Lawton were injured, he came in, he, he's done a job. But I don't think he's got used to that sort of 
Burnley way of playing yet. Yeah, I think you're being kind there, to be honest, Dan. I was on yeah, the I'm fence trying a to be. Bit. I'm trying to be yeah, nice just because we've got to win. <laughs> I was on the fence a little bit with Roberts because he came in and he showed a little bit of oomph. And I wasn't necessarily thinking that Lawton didn't have it, but Lawton, I do sometimes think Lawton needs a rest. Even when we're back in the days of Bardsley, I do think sometimes Lawton needs But he's, he's so much a better right back. And I thought both, both full-backs were poor today. Charlie Taylor ended up doing really well with the assist and stuff, so he's kind of rescued himself there. But I thought yeah. both full-backs were poor. Uh, Roberts more especially. Uh, but if you are going to tweet anything about Connor Roberts, don't use his first name, just use Roberts because his wife searches the name and then gives people abuse. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, yeah, so if, you're, if you are going to tweet how shitty is, then I'd rather you didn't do it because you'll just get abuse. Um, you'll just so get, do you know how close to death he was? Do you <laughs> yeah, know yeah, how close to death he was? Exactly. Um, Simon, I want to bring you in. Um, we didn't really get your thoughts on the game, really, because I digressed into the penalties with Dan. So what, what were your thoughts on, on the game, Simon, like, overall? I mean, I weren't really prepared to sort of summarise it, but at the end of the day, it, it was just because I was so buzzing, I completely forgot to sort of like give a match summary in my head that I thought, right, I'm going to go in, I'm going to mention these things. Just kind of lot, maybe that nerves that was on in the audience, in the fans, everyone just came there audience. because there were stupid <laughs> things that were happening that never happened for Burnley. These things yeah. don't, shouldn't happen. You, Pope, definitely, you could tell Nick Pope dropped three crosses. Three crosses. That never that yeah. shit don't happen. We we would put our house on him catching a cross. And two of them, he looked like he had them all day long. And then one of them he dropped and Lawton booted it out. Uh the other one he dropped and then got on top of it. Uh penalty incidents, I kind of like frustrating that he's gone the same way twice. But the nerves of, of everyone, because it was seen so obviously for me, more obviously than anywhere else, was Tarkovsky and Collins. Because they kept trying to play out from the back and it was almost like right, you do it. No, you do yeah. it. And, yeah. then, and then all of a sudden, it was like, shit, what do we do here? Uh, and then we were on the back foot, and, and it was so scary as, as the fan base to watch that. So I imagine that that, that was transferred onto the players because they were doing things that we don't normally do, the simple things yeah, that we were doing. I didn't, I didn't really get the playing out from the back thing. Everton, Everton are known to press. That's one of the only things that they could probably yeah. do quite well at the minute. They're known to press with... Um, What's it called? Dominic Calvert, Louis Mitchellison up front. That they will pressure. Um, Dan, your thoughts on the game? Because again, we, we digressed into the penalties, didn't we? What did you think about the game overall? As Simon said, there are a few things that were very unburnly like. I mean, we've won yeah. a game while having the most possession. How was that? How was that? Yeah, my, dad, my, dad, my dad was reading the stats out after the game, and he's like, "We had what were it fifty-one to forty-nine? All right, it's marginally yes. more, <laughs> but still for Burnley, we'll take it." I was like, "What's all that about?" It, it, the thing was, right, as you said, there were a few nerves in there. Don't get me wrong, as you say, they were, you know, Everton are a good pressing side. Tarky had too much time with the ball at his feet when, you know, practically could have given away another goal um, yeah. during, during the match. Uh, Rondon gave us a good scare at the end, you know, being inches away from the post. Uh, if anything, that, sh that you know, we've been a team that have been built on hard graft and sometimes just one moment of madness from the opposition can change our mentality. At first... I will admit, I'll put my hands in the air and I will say, when he took Roberts off and brought Lawton on, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, why, Dash, have you gone like for like again? Like, we've seen this many a times this season. This like for like shit doesn't work. And all of a sudden you're changing a right back. What's all that about? Um, I don't know why. But you know, I'm I'm, I'm fucking glad he did. <laughs> yeah, I think I I think uh, he did that because Rich Allison were bullying him. He was absolutely yeah. tearing him to shreds. He were he were he were constantly just getting beaten too easily. And he thought, I need someone who's gonna be a bit more aggressive and maybe put some tackles in. And then Lennon, Lennon, 
Uh, Lawton comes on, kicks him in the first 30 seconds. And I think I think that Medvich Arlison realised he was actually in the game at that point, And then he kind of shied away from it a little bit. Uh, Simon, you nearly said something then. So it's difficult for me because obviously I, I cut Roberts and Lawton. So I don't want to go into too much of a sort of personal avenue of it. But even for, I, I can't not say that we don't look better defensively. Is Roberts the future of Burnley Football Club over Matt Lawton? Absolutely. Is he the right player for this next six games? Well, we no. need to get wins. We need to get a finger. At the minute, I've said it all along, and I've said it from the beginning, even before, even when Matt Lawton was in and people were crying for to see Conor Roberts, I said I'd like to see him on right midfield because defensively, for Wales, he doesn't do much of it. He's always on the attack, on the overlaps. I'd yeah, like yeah. to see him partner up more than replace at the minute. Um, so, yeah, so that, that's my way of getting out of it. But um, yeah. I would love I think Lawton come on, and I genuinely thought, I mean this, I'm throwing it out there and it's controversial, I was surprised it didn't happen at half time because it was it looked it needed to be done. I just I think we I was criticizing Dash left, right, and centre. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was thinking in my head, would I be that bothered if he warped? Now, no. Um, all right, might have been a bit reactionary because of because of the first half, but it just doesn't make substitutions at half time. And that was my thinking. I was thinking I'd take Cork off. Uh, sorry, take Westwood off and put Cork on, and I'd also do that. I'd take Roberts off and put Lawton on, but I just knew it weren't gonna happen. Um, I'm glad that it happened eventually uh, with the Lawton one. Uh, and in the end, obviously, we got the win, so the midfield isn't really under too much scrutiny. But again, in the first half, that midfield was so poor. I'll tell you one thing I can admit I got wrong. I would have had well, Corne off at 70th minute. And he yeah, was the well, one who obviously scored that goal. To be honest, but, uh, when, when he brought Dwight on, the woman behind me were like, I hope he's taking Corne off. And then obviously he didn't. She went, I'm surprised he's not took Corne off. So you're not the only I one. I thought the same thing, mate, because... He, he were he were even tracking back. He were, and even when he tracked back, he couldn't be arse running forwards. He was blowing. He was hanging out of his arse. And I remember looking at the clock and I thought, we've got 70 minutes, to be fair. We usually only get an hour before he's doing this. So we've got an extra 10 minutes here, but 90 minutes under his belt. And he's on his way to that dash fit, as we all know, that he needs to get he need, to. He needed that goal, didn't he? Let's be yeah. honest. He's not great since AFCON. Um, he played okay against City, but he needed that goal. He really needed that Massively. goal. Hopefully, hopefully, he can kick on from here because he was classic first half at season. But let's be honest, he's been pretty shy recently. Um, but it, I thought, obviously, he got the goal. So hopefully, that's going to make him kick on. Simon, you like you want to say something? Yeah, sorry. I've got two screens on here. So I keep looking like I'm animated at you and I'm not I'm animated at what I'm reading. Um, <laughs> Matt, Matt Green commented there about Roberts being good if you let him develop and more unreal. He's unreal for Wales at beating the last man and getting the crossing. The problem is, in a minute, he ain't getting the crosses in for Burnley and we ain't got time for anyone to develop in the squad. We no, have not, not this season. Got to survive this no. season. I don't yeah. care how we do it. Put fucking, get Peter Crouch back if, it, if that's what we needed at the time. I don't give a shit who does it. If fucking Sam Allardyce come in as a number two and said, this is how you stay up, mate. I don't give a mm. shit. I'll take anything right now. But we ain't yeah. got time for development, unfortunately. No, I agree. I'd have Lawton in for the for the rest of the season. Sorry, Lawton. I bet you don't play. It sounds for pronouncing. I bet you don't like play. No, he won't. I've not... And what what did what were we saying? What were we saying? Jack Cork about um, yeah. the midfield thing. Oh, it'll put me in for City, and I bet you any money it, it takes him out. And that's exactly what happened, weren't it? Nearly fucked well up, then. Yeah, I did. Yeah, didn't I? That's what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just talking from his perspective, obviously. Um, yeah, what you imagined yeah. he was saying. Yeah, yeah, um, but. Um, yeah, we're getting plenty of comments in, so thank you. Keep getting your comments in. I've not really put too much on or discussed too much. Uh, Mike Green, thank you for the sub. Uh, Garros says, why don't the club announce the fact that they'll be allowing players to break their fast mid-game? Poor taste, the Everton lad being booed. I assume the fans didn't know why he was time-wasting. Yeah, that will be yeah. close to time-wasting. They should have announced that, though, to be fair, because even I were like, what the it's fuck one is going on here? 
Yeah, it's one of them though. Can you announce it over the tannoy? We're just gonna wait two minutes while this. You even need to say it. You just put it on the screen, don't you? Like happy or something, and then everyone would be like, "Oh yeah, shit, yeah, fair enough." Forgot that. That would work. Happy Ramadan, whatever it is. Uh, Mike Green says, who is a Welsh fan, by the way, uh, when you were just sort of like dissecting what he said about Wales. He says, even at halftime, when you were trailing 2-1, you were the better team. I don't agree with that, Mike. I thought we were poor in the first half. I wouldn't necessarily say Everton were the better team. I just thought it were two dog shit teams. Um, we had Everton more of the ball. Quite we had more of the ball. That I can say. We, we definitely dominated in terms of, you know, ball retention. But we didn't do anything with it. We've, yeah. seen, we've seen it. We, we've seen that when we watch England. We, you know, internationally, they, they can piss around with a ball for ninety minutes, sticking it in the back of the net. You know, growing up through the net is that's what we struggle with. And yeah. um, as I say, in the end, we got there. In the end, we got there. I just Sunday becomes massive. Sunday has yeah, become big and out. This... To be fair, when we beat, when we drew with West Ham. When we drew West Ham, and obviously the game after was meant, I think it was meant to be Watford after West Ham at the time. Yeah. And when we drew, I thought the draw West Ham, it means nothing unless we get a result against Watford. However, this, yeah, we've got the result against it. Four points for me is not good enough in these two games. It needs yeah, to it be needs six to be points. It's one of that I probably would have taken four um, in the way that we've done it. If we did, if I'd have taken four, I'd have had to, I'd have had to beat Everton and draw against Norwich. But I know what you're saying. You have to, you have to follow it up with a win now, because they've got. I think they've got Chelsea at the weekend. Is it? We've got Norwich. You know, we we can. Man United, I think. Right. Is it Man United? Right. Uh, well, they're, they're still to play Man United, Liverpool, shot. Chelsea. They're still to play them all. Anyway, they've got to play Leicester twice as well, and Leicester are still fighting to try and finish in the top half of the table. So. <laughs> Yeah, so we we could we could we could be out of the relegation zone by, sun, by Sunday. That is mad. Um, it's one of them. We need we need to follow it up. It's kind of pointless winning this game and then losing against Norwich. Well, it, it, have, anyway, you, have you seen the video I retweeted, Joe? No, I'm not. I've, I've been driving home, mate. It, it showed it showed all the players get together at the full time yeah. whistle and they're all huddled up. And Barnes, Lennon, and Corner are all huddling, and Port walks over wraps his arm around them all and all you hear clear as day is him shout we're not fucking dead yet we're not yes, fucking dead bad. and I, that's I did it. see and someone then... mention that tweet that, that thing actually but I haven't seen the actual video yeah, yeah but I've retweeted it it was a pivotal result If we, without this result it doesn't mean that we're staying up but it definitely means that we were going down in my opinion if we didn't win today yeah, seven points adrift yeah, I agree it is is phenomenally big for a team that doesn't get many wins in a season. Uh, but look what happened the other season. Look what happened the other season. We're playing Leicester at home. We looked dead and buried. Um, all right, it was a little bit earlier than this. It was like February or January, but we looked dead and buried. Um, and I think they went one the up and they had a penalty. Popey saved Vardy's penalty, and then it, that was the pivotal moment in that season. We went yeah. on to it. This could easily be the pivotal moment in the season, and that's why it's massive. That's why it's huge. Yeah, 100%. It, it, the thing is, like you said, momentum, Joe, key word for you, this one is a key thing in football. <laughs> Momentum's a big thing in football. Big momentum thing is football. a big thing in football. Shout Joe out to Phil Brown. Often. Shout out yeah. to Phil Brown for saying it to me. Um, fly over, Fred. I'm just going back to some comments, like I said. So if he said this ages ago, I apologise. He did. He said it 11 minutes ago. Uh, fly over, Fred says, Lawton has to start every single game for now. Yep, I agree. Roberts is five to 10 yards out of position every single time. Yep. Uh, Ivan Richardson, massive game Sunday, win this and we are three off Leeds with a game in hand. I've not even thought about Leeds. 
I'm just I'm yeah. just wanting to go above Everton right now. I've not even thought about Leeds, but yeah, that is an interesting stat. Um David Elliott says atmosphere in the ground was so much better than against City. Yeah, well, I think we're just we just turned up against City, didn't we? Knowing what was gonna happen, it was just a procession. Um Connor Alston, I tell you what, I'll put the, I'll I'll put this to the boys. Connor Alston says, if we beat Norwich, are we staying up? Simon, what do you think? If we beat Norwich, do you think we will go on and stay up? I am almost confident that we are staying up right now. I genuinely mean that, and I said it before the game. I genuinely think if we beat Norwich, it's almost certain that we are staying up because the the fixtures, I mean, I'm sure you've just listed them, then I will, I will try to half listen, but um, the fixtures that Everton have got compared to what we've got, the fixtures that Watford have got compared to what we've got, Watford is a winnable game in my eyes for us. West Ham is... You know, it's one of them games where they are a good team, they are informed, but we've done it before against a good West Ham side. And then we've got home games and anybody at Turf Moor, I think we can win on our day. When we're playing with the right 11 selected, no stubbornness, just the right 11 selected, we can beat anyone at Turf Moor. On, that's, on, on that's a dig at Sean, if I ever heard anyone. Anything? <laughs> uh, Laura says, when did this start? Didn't know it was happening. If, like Laura, you have just joined the, the, the chat, the debate... Don't worry, it stays on YouTube. You can watch it from the start or the podcast will be up pretty much um, ASAP. Um, but yeah, just going back into the... Uh, oh, tell you what, Dan, do you think if we beat Norwich, we're staying up? Mm, uh, it's interesting because a lot of people say Everton's running. It's, you know, it is di- it's dirty, it's dangerous. You know, they've got teams that are all up in the top half of the table. Yeah. To them, yeah. are them games just free hits? You, you've seen what we're like against teams around us this season. We're bottom of that form table when it comes to beating teams around us. So it's yeah. it almost scares me a little bit as well that we've got the the better running when you look at it on paper. But when it comes to the actual match, it doesn't half make your arse twitch when you play these teams. Everton yeah. could go there thinking, you know what? It, it, if we get something, we get something. Um, You know, as you say, it could go either way. Uh, beat Norwich, I'm... I'm quietly confident, but this is Burnley Football Club and the season we've had this season, never say never. But I'd have to say I'm quietly confident if we were to beat Norwich. Yeah, um, to be honest, when we were 2-1 down at half-time, I was saying to my dad, I'm not even going to watch this kid Norwich game because I'm on a stag do on <laughs> at weekend, so if I'm going to have to rush home for Norwich game or whatever the plan is, I don't even know. So I remember thinking, I'm not even going to bother watching it. But then... I want to go now, but obviously I can't. It's, that's how much it can change, <laughs> doesn't it? Um, but just reading out some of the comments, Mike Green says Everton versus United. So it is United, 12.30 on Saturday. That's a quick turnaround for Everton. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not confident in United. The shit. Like, it's, I don't think yeah. it's like a, a really tough game for Everton. That I think they can win that. Not if they play like they did today. So They are better at home as well this season, uh, for yeah, Everton. They are, They've been a lot better at home. Yeah, they were actually quite good at home, um, to be fair. So, yeah, we could easily, we could easily, if they, it's not beyond the realms of possibility that they lose that game, though. And it's not beyond the realms of possibility that we beat Norwich. Um, so, fingers crossed. Um, Connor Clark says, if Dice goes with the same team on Saturday, we win. I don't think he should go with the same team, same team for being on a Connor. I think you may have just no. joined the chat, but we talked earlier about the Roberts Lawton debate. And you know what? I want to talk about Valt Veghorst because he was poor again today. Let's be honest, he's, he's, I like him and I think he's a good player, but he just doesn't suit us or Dice is just not 
finding a way to make him work. Simon, you had your finger in the air like you wanted to talk at primary school. So, <laughs> the thing with Wake Forest is, I've said it in the stands to everybody around me, if Chris Wood played half the way that Vegos has been playing recently, he would have been battered by us. But literally, mm. the fans would have battered him. I don't care if he's not if he's not playing or we don't play to his strengths. That's fine. But that Chris Wood did play to our strengths. And uh, we played to his strengths, sorry. And Vegos doesn't suit that style of play. So we play it to his feet, but then the rest of the team doesn't work that way. So it's like you can't you can't work the whole team around that one style of play when the whole team works better another way. Um, I'd like to see Lawton with Vegos now coming into it because he only got a chance to cross two, one cross, I think, and it were a brilliant cross, to be fair, but no one were there. So I'd like to see what happens from there going forward. But it, I think that Burnley fans are very sort of funny with who we give criticisms to. That's the way I'm going to say it. Yeah, I, th- I think I think he's got a bit of time, I think, as Vegos. If, if he plays like this like, and he's still playing like this, you know, midway through next season, I think he probably will just get as much abuse as what Chris Wood did. I think Chris we, we, Chris would have been here for a long time when he started getting that abuse. He hadn't necessarily been poor for a long time, but it's it's like certain players, when you've been here for an X amount of time, you put in two or three bad performances because people are that comfortable with you. It's easier to criticise. I think with Vegos, I think he's got a bit of time because he's still quite new. People think, oh, he's still... Well, that's just the thing with and, and most football fans in general, we want to see new blood. We want to see exciting players, big transfers. That's what we, that's what the Premier League promised us when we were coming into it. Never quite happened, but that's what you were expecting. Yeah. And now we're getting it and we want to see that. We want to see Roberts playing. We want to see... Thinking, but at the end of the day, Lawton was an informed player at the time we dropped him. He playing some of the best football we've seen. He was never injured. He was never even... He was just dropped. And it's things like that. And like I said, Jay Rodriguez... He has to play. This is not a, a bias by me. I don't cut Jay Rodriguez there. But I want to see Jay Rodriguez starting because he's the best striker we've got by a mile at the minute. It's, it's, he's by, the best striker we've got. So he needs to play. I think Jay is the best sort of like number 10 we've got. He works yeah. well with the main striker. But personally, yeah. I would have Jay, I would have Jay and Vidra up top next game. Well, we said Dan, this like, last thought? season, didn't we? Sorry, go on, Simon. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry Dan. This last season. No. Can someone talk? The thing is, right, I look at Val Vegos and I think, you know, uh, as Simon said, the Chris Wood situation, spot on, absolutely spot on. Um, there were a film based about Val Vegos, weren't they? White men can't jump. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but he's right. I don't I've never seen somebody so bad in the air. And he's six foot fucking six. He jumps and he crouches while he's in the air. What are yeah. you doing, man? I understand that's not his strength. I, I understand that's not his strength. But if we can't if we can't find a system that works for him and we can't then change the entire ethos of the team for one player, then maybe it's not gonna I don't think Dice can I don't I don't think Dice can 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 talking about the strengths. Their goals is what I'm trying to say. Talking about strengths of players, right? We know Nick Pope ain't good for playing out back, so we don't often give it to him unless it's a last resort. So we, exactly. we are quite good. At, I know, well, that's one of them, isn't it? But we're quite <laughs> a, good at adapting to the players' strengths. So we, you can't just like put Nick Pope and say, right, listen, Nick, you've got to start learning how to kick the ball because it's never going to happen. It's, it's just, it's two thingy. So Chris Wood, sorry, Chris Wood, Vegos is never going to learn to be that target man who's going to flick it on, win headers, put his elbows where we don't, where defenders don't want him. He ain't going to be that player. So we need to change the way we play. Or do something, di- or do something different with our strikers. Yeah, I, I 
I don't know. Like I said, I, I, I personally, I think, I think Vidra. I, I'm not Vidra's biggest fan. I'll be honest with you. Um, but I thought he came on, did well. Exciting. He made runs in behind. He stretched the play. That's he that's did. all he did. Yeah, Whereas he did. We, 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 all right, stretching the play is good in the last 15, 20 minutes. It might not necessarily be the best thing to do in the first ten, but he stretched the play. And these long balls that we kept hitting into the channels in the first half that weren't going anywhere. Vidra suddenly had like a thing for somebody to, to to chase and then they'd kick it out. We'll be 30 yards up the pitch. Um, Dan, what, what would you do? Who would you play up front against Norwich? I, I'm same as you guys, Jay and, Jay and Vidra. I think as much as Valt gives us a bit of something with his feet, um, Jay, Jay was the better person to pick today. I'm glad that I'm glad that uh, he didn't go with Corny up there with, uh, with Valt. You need a you need somebody like Jay Burnley lad in there when it's a game of such importance, in my opinion. It's like when you play the, you know, you play these rival matches. Having a player in there that's from an, from your hometown club, they understand it, they believe it. Um, yeah. So that for me was massive today. But yeah, I think Val could not do with the rest, but sort of do what Dash did with McNeil. You know, give give him that one game out and just see what happens. Mate, you can't you can't nail it any better than that. Dwight McNeil is one of the best players that we've got. There's no doubts about it. But like you said, sometimes it's not personal to say this ain't working right now. It doesn't mean that it's not the you're not going to play a future for us. But right now, Vegas isn't doing it. So like I said, can we change it? Can we afford to waste time? We know that we still we get criticised because we don't make enough transfers. We've looked. We remember when shit were going down and people put a team sheet up and it was from like four seasons ago and it was pretty much name for name the same yeah. team that played in this game. Now yeah. we that is a negative at some points, but then we also know that that team can do it. And if that's what it takes this year to keep us up, January transfers often don't do the business in that first part. It's it's a common thing, you know. There's big players, bigger and better players, the bigger clubs that have not done it in that first part, but then gone on to be best players at that club. It's not a negative to say, listen, you're doing awesome at the minute. We're just going to try something different. No, the thing yeah, is as well, it's an adaptive period at Burnley at the minute. This is why I'm fed up of, you know, I understand people going dash out and stuff like that, but we are we are changing. You know, the Premier League has got better. We are adapting to it. We are trying to expand our football a bit. And I think it's, I think for me personally, it's come too little too late for a bunch of players that are overage and so used to just playing route one. I think you're expecting players who for four or five seasons have just played the same style of football. You're all of a sudden to expecting them to turn on the pizzazz. Have you heard? No chance. It's not going to happen. So that that's what's that's another thing I think that's bit us in the arse. That yeah. we're too static. We've got too many robots. You could see today that you know there were there was so much space we could run into, and it's only the likes of when Vidra came on or if. You know, if Corne were trying to get down the channel, where people are running into those pockets of space, before that they were just yeah. left open. For me, we didn't get into the box enough. We didn't charge into yeah. the box. I think Louts there were bollocking one of them at one point. We when don't get in there in numbers as well, though, Sam. Exactly. And that's another thing that pisses me off. We get forward, and there's like one person in the box who's isolated because he's got two defenders up his ass. So yeah. get bodies in the box. At the end of the day, yeah. that, the Burnley game's just on on my right now, and. That we didn't get in the box enough. I think when Louts come on, he, tra- he was desperate to whip that ball, and no one were anywhere near him, but no one were in the box. So he had to play it short to Lennon, and we were lucky we got a free kick from it because there were, he had nowhere to go. But 
we put we put the ball in from one corner and they couldn't deal with it and we we got a scruff, scruffy horrible goal but it went in and for it me that should have been a goal but who gives that should have been a sign <laughs> of let's get the ball in the fucking box let's put pressure on yeah. him and very little crosses came in very little and it was disappointing that we didn't yeah. capitalize on what looked like a weakness. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of comments coming in on the Veghorst thing. Flyover Fred, it's been on the screen for a few minutes, says, anytime the ball went into Veghorst's feet, he didn't give it away. You know, it's both our open play goals came from getting the ball down and getting to the byline. Stop hoofing it and we stay up. Couldn't agree more. I am sick of, and I feel like I'm being, being a bit of a dickhead for criticising Dash after we've won the game and he's he's kind of turned it around with maybe his subs and his, his half-time bollocking. But he needs, we need to stop being such a dinosaur, just constantly hoofing it. Get the ball down, get Cork in the middle, and try and play some Cork. football like we did against Spurs. Cork. Yeah, it's so obvious sometimes. It's so it's obvious, isn't it? It's, it's just, this is why I tweeted at half time saying it's not rocket science because that's what he that's what he does. He tries to create a joke all the time saying, "Oh, just kick the ball in the net." It's not rocket science. Well, it's not rocket science either, Sean, to fucking start a different midfielder because that midfield too doesn't work. Even yeah, if you want to talk won, about fine margins, there's a finer margin by taking Westwood out and putting Jack Cork in. How's that sound? That's that's the finest margin you could find, Dash. Exactly. We can all see it. Exactly. We can all hey, see it. Did you guys know Tony Bellew was in the stands? No, but he's a big Everton fan, isn't it? And I just, just want to point out a comment off Adam Kelly. I think I think it's coming across a little bit wrong. He says, lads, get off Veghorst, agree with Flyover Fred and USA. All Flyover Fred has said is the exact same thing as us. We are not playing to his style. It's not a criticism yeah. of Veghorst. I am not yeah, saying Veghorst saying... is not good enough. This is exactly what we've said. You know, we don't not play to his strengths. So exactly. we have to change the team. He's a good footballer. We can't footballer. do that we, now. Yeah, we need to play to the man's strengths, but we're not doing. And I don't think the rest of we're the squad is capable of playing to his strengths. Exactly. He needs a pre-season. We need new blood that can come in and play to his strengths. Nobody thinks we should get rid of Veghorst. Nobody thinks we should drop him forever or get rid of him. He's a very, very good footballer. He just needs to play in a better system. Uh, like I said, it's Dash's fault that Veghorst isn't doing very well. And the and, and and the way that we play, Dash can't get the best out of him. It's not Veghorst's fault. That's what I'm. I'm not saying that Veghorst isn't good enough. I'm saying that we he doesn't work with us at the minute because, in my opinion, Dash can't get the best out of him. It's Dash's fault, not Vouts. Yeah, I've like you said to you that my ending sentence on the Veghorst, just to clarify it again, was: this is the man that will take us forward, and it's January. It's not going to happen in that six month window. It never off. It often doesn't happen. But he is a guy to say, listen, it's not working crap now, but we haven't got really time to sort of change the whole dynamic of Burnley Football Club. We're just going to do this for now, but you are definitely going to be the future of it. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. It's not a criticism of Veghorst, it's a criticism of Daesh and his style of play. I thought that was pretty obvious, but I had to bring the comment on just to make it obvious, even more obvious. Um, but I'll tell you what I do want to do. I just want to bring something in that everybody would love to see. Look at that. How much better does that look? So we are currently... Oh, miles better. 18th on 29 games played, uh, 24 points. Everton, same games played, uh, 25 points. We are now two games in hand on Leeds and only six points behind them. I've not even thought about Leeds, to be honest. I've not even thought about Leeds, like I said earlier. Um, and seven points off Newcastle. We win against Norwich. Three points off Leeds, four points off Newcastle. Newcastle fans have been in touch with me since the full-time whistle and, they, and they've been saying, you know, um, keep up that momentum till the end of the season and that last game of the season could be massive because you could drag us right back into it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think I think Newcastle will be. I think I, honestly, I think it's just between one of four. I will be honest. Yeah. I'll be very surprised if Leeds get dragged into it. Even more surprised if Newcastle get dragged into it, and still quietly surprised if Brentford get dragged into it. I still thought, even though they beat us, I still thought they would maybe kind of get dragged back into it. But that win against Chelsea, sensational. Fair play to yeah. them. Um, but yeah, Simon, how much better does that look? Yeah, massively better, mate. Uh, it could have looked horrendous. Seven points adrift, it would have been one Seven it, points would have been dead and buried. It would have been dead and buried. Um, Everton scraped a win against Newcastle, right? I want to look at that form there. I know there's an oh, L in oh, there. That, wow, uh, that, a W in that, there. White up. White up. But they, uh, they genuinely, the keeper were flat footed, if you remember that goal from Iwobi. I think it was who scored it. And mm. they, they just they never looked like winning on the 90th, 103rd minute, I think it was. When they scored, it was 13 minutes in of, of injury time. Absolute shambles how they won that game. So that every time was... Everton have had a pitch invader on the pitch, they've won the game one 0 Have right. People, yeah. this is a public service announcement. Stop invading the fucking pitch at Goodison or any Everton game, please. <laughs> if, if you're thinking of running on the pitch, just think of Burnley Football Club and don't do it. I, t- I tell you what, though, can we just point out right? So we've got one win there in that sort of Everton fixtures there. It was a, somehow a fluke One win in the world. Yeah. I, I don't understand how they fucking got it, but they got it. And then they, they just the team morale, look at the state of them players at the end of that 90 minutes when Burnley fans were running over. They were all on the floor, weren't they? I they were. Yeah. They were, they and were then dead they, and fucking scoring a 90th minute goal on FIFA and the players were dropped. It was, it was bizarre, mate. They literally dropped. Uh, I tell you what, if that was FIFA, mate, there'd have been some controllers going through its screen. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, trust me. I watched, the, I watched the game through my Xbox. So I literally, after I'd finished doing like the watch along and stuff, I looked at said and I thought, why's my pad there? Please tell me that game were real. Please tell me I've yeah. not just played a game of fucking FIFA. <laughs> Could you imagine? I've got the fixtures here if you want me to read them out. They've got well, I'll tell you what, Simon. Hold on, wait a second. What? What's your, what? Oh, these Everton fixtures. Go, yeah, go, Everton, go. Sorry, yeah, Everton go, have go. got Manchester United, Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, Leicester, Watford, Brentford, Palace, Arsenal. So the next four are Manchester United, Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea. I'm not, I'm not a fan of that last four games, though. Watford, Brentford, Arsenal. Yeah, they'll be going for championship. Yeah, then who will the last one? Brentford. So they've no, got Brentford, Brentford four teams. Palace, Palace are a ninth, and Arsenal are fifth. Yeah. When you say the stat, you know, you say the team not, names, it sounds shit, but yeah, but it's, it's one of them. I, th- I think, I think, uh, I think Palace will be on the bench at that point, uh, on the beach at that point. You know, they've got yeah. not to play for, so that's a worry. Arsenal, I, I, I think they're going to capitulate. If I'm being honest, I think the pressure of the top four battles is going to be too much. Uh, they were shot against Palace. Um, so yeah, they, they, they've definitely got a worse running than us. That's obvious. And you know, you brought me on nicer there, Simon, to something I was going to do. Uh, so I will do it just now. And I'm talking uh, a little bit more to try and make it not obvious that I am bringing the fixtures in. But now I've said it, it is obvious. But there you go, the Burnley fixtures are coming on your screen now. It's fucking tiny. Can't you can't see, see it. Yeah, hold on. How do, how do I make that bigger? That's one. That's two. Right. So there you go. So you've got. One more, one more, one, uh, will it? No. Play with a little joy, it gets it bigger, there mate. You go, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Spoken like a true, um, yeah. Uh, so we've got next up is Norwich. <laughs> winnable, let's be honest. I, I I feel weird saying winnable uh, because we've been shot all season, but and we do nil nil with them at home and we do nil nil with Watford at home, but it is winnable. Um, West Ham, people are going to write this game off, right? Because it's West Ham. 
but they look tired. They are in a Europa League well quarterfinal said. clash and they are playing Leon for sorry, three days before this. Their, their focus is going to be on Leon, 100%. I think we can win that. I'm more, weirdly, I'm more confident about that one than I am about the Southampton home game, which is also winnable. Yeah, but that West Ham game is is another one that, that if we do get past Norwich, then yeah, West Ham I think is another winnable game potentially. As you say, their their main focus is giving Mark Noble the best send off they possibly can, and if that means trying to bring a European trophy back, then so be it. But they've they've got a big game on Thursday. Um, I think then they've got another Premier League game. And then, they've, then they've got then they've Leon got... again. Then they've got us. Yeah. They've got to be fucked. Yeah, I think you know there's a lot. And if they beat Leon, which hopefully I they do, because I like to see British clubs do well. If they go on and beat Leon, and they're in the semi-final, they're literally like you said, they might be on goal for the weekend against us. Yeah, I th- I do think we can win that. And I feel weird saying that with the position that have been in this season, um, but I do think we can win that. Um, then we've got Southampton, winnable. They're on the beach. They can't go up. They can't go down. Uh, Wolves. Can Wolves still do anything? They're, 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 they're going to be a tough one. They're decent away from home. As I want to say, can they here. not still get Conference League? Oh, does that even count? I think they can get Conference League. I don't well, know. But, um, it counts if you spurs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then Watford away. Shite. Winnable. Um, this, 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 this is the difference. I wouldn't have said winnable to all these games if we'd have lost tonight. No fucking way. And I, I know I know, I wouldn't. And I know I'm being fickle, but I don't care before someone says something. I don't care. Um, Aston Villa, they're hit and miss. Winnable. Spurs away, write that one off. Um, then Villa away, uh, again, hit and miss. Winnable, but probably more likely leaning on the fence of, of North. Then Newcastle at home, they're probably going to be safe by then. I would want them to be safe by then. I don't want them to have to play for something if we need to win that game. Yeah. So I said before this game, we had 10 games left and we need to win at the minimum four. At the minimum four, probably five. Where are the wins coming from in your two's eyes? Uh, anyone take the kick? Dan, you start because Simon started every other question. I'll go the Norwich game. Uh, so I think I think we need to make Turf more our fortress again. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that's got to be the main focal point. Get the fans behind... Behind us, uh, the Southampton game, as you say, they've been hit and missed. They're on the beach. West Ham are potentially a bit laggy. Um, yeah. you, know, you know what? I'd even like, t- it's at home. It's at home. You know what I mean? I, it, it I wouldn't surprise me if it's that. just typical Burnley, though, where it, it's you know we we need to we need to win to confirm it against Newcastle on the final day, and then it's the oh, good, no, old, good old good old pitch. I don't want do that. I don't want that. I'd rather it be concrete it. bar then, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just typical Burnley to do something like that. But I, I'd, I'd want the win against Newcastle as well. I think that'd be good. Yeah, I'd like to beat them on the last day. Um, but I want to be safe by then. I think we could beat Norwich. Oh, yeah. So in my opinion, I think we could beat... I honestly genuinely believe, and there's no way I'd have said this earlier, but I think we can win the next two games. And if, and if we win them two games, just look at the position that we are in. I'm not saying we will win them. I would 100% take four points right now. Um, but I think we need to win one of the next two. I, 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 don't, I don't think we should really be... I think five points from the next three, I'd be happy with. So win one, draw two. I'd be happy with that. But I think, I think, we, can, I think we can win. If, if we beat Norwich and then beat Southampton, I don't give a shit about the West Ham result. We can lose that. 
I think there's people in the comments here saying Jose says 40 points to be safe, no chance this season, mate. Nah. 36, I think. I, I think 35, 36, but Jimmy Carpenter reckons 33. I'll just look at the I'll just look at the league table again. I won't put it on screen because I've done it. Um yeah, so if we get another where, where where's everyone's wins coming from? I, I think yeah, 30, 36, I think. Russell Mercer says 35. I, I think I think we can I think we can stay up on 36. Easily. So that's what are we on now? Twenty-four. Maths is shit. So three wins and a dr- and three draws. It's Simon, a big what do you well, think? It's manageable. Yeah. yeah. What, Simon? What do you think? More, a lot of people now. Mike Green says thirty-five. Simon, where do you think the points are coming? From, points are coming from, and how many points do you think we're going to need to stay up? Well, going on your maths, which is uh, I still haven't worked it out myself. Your maths, but uh, we'll go from. <laughs> We'll Can't go from uh, Norwich is a must win and Watford is a must win. If we don't beat teams like that that are in and around us, then do we deserve to be in the Premier League? That's one way of looking at it. Uh, Villa at home, Fortress Turf more completely agree with that. I think Villa at home is a winnable game. I don't think we get beat against the Wolves at home because as, as good as they are in form, they actually aren't scoring many goals. So if we can sort that defence out, maybe Ben Mee's back by then, get a bit more surety. No disrespect to Collins, again, the future, but not right now. Um, I think that we can definitely sort of keep get a draw there. I'll be buzzing with that. Um, and right. then there's a couple, and then I'm hopefully a couple more draws towards the end, and then beat Newcastle. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so Nor- Norwich, um, Watford, Newcastle are my three main ones. Yeah, like I said, I said we had ten games left. We needed to win minimum four, probably five. We've got one. We, we can are easily get three. We are relatively successful against Eddie our previous seasons. So you'd hope that we yeah. could get a win against Newcastle. But we were shot against Newcastle at, at St. James's, weren't we? Um, was that pre-Eddie That was pre-Eddie No, that was like Eddie L's first win. That was their first was win of the season. Eddie L's <laughs> first win yeah. in Newcastle. Uh, Mike Green says, you will beat Norwich, Saints and Watford and draw to West Ham and Villa at home. That's that's me. Um, is that, that. going to be enough? Is that going to be enough, though? Um, I said minimum you look four. at Everton's running, I'd say so. Yeah, probably, probably. It depends how they get on against United on on Saturday. I'm not, I'm not a big fan of uh, United this season. They've been hit and miss. Um, so Phil Wilcox says 36. Norwich Saints and Villa at home draw Watford Villa um, away and Newcastle. I still never know. Can... Knowing, knowing Watford, they might have a new manager by then. <laughs> yeah, true, <laughs> true. Um, yeah, it's 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 half eleven, so I'll start wrapping up here. We've had more and more views as the night's gone on. We've got quite a decent amount of views by now. So if if you've just if you've joined it later on, don't worry. When when we end the stream, you can start it from the beginning. Obviously, it's half half eleven, boys and girls. Uh, you don't need to watch it now. Um, you can watch it again tomorrow. But I will also be putting a podcast out on the Turfcast podcast uh, YouTube, uh, not YouTube channel. Sorry, podcast app. And if you haven't subscribed already on the YouTube channel, please do. We're getting quite a lot of viewers, like I said. So please subscribe to Turfcast um, as well. But is there anything else that anyone wants to add before we go? Simon, I'll start. In fact, no, I'm not going to do that yet. One word answer. Simon, yes or no? Are we staying up? Yes. Said it three times. Yes. Yeah, Daniel, yes or no? Are we staying up? Yes. Laura says, I've given you a little light. You're welcome. To be fair, Laura, you're like one of the main fans who's been doing that every bloody fucking video. Um, also, <laughs> if, 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 if you are watching him you're not, and you've already subscribed, like it. My one word answer for always staying up, maybe. Can I do that? <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that, you chick house. I'm going to do that. 
I, I have shit out. Get, get your comments in, yes or no. Just as I'm wrapping up now, if you think we are staying up, just type in yes or type in no um, if you think we are staying up. Is there anything else any of you boys want to add before we do go? I want to add my man of the match because I don't think we've done the man of the match yet. No, we? We that. You know what? I forget about man of the match. I forget about man of the match. Um, Corner got it on Sky. Simon, really? who do you think gets it? Yeah. I'll go for Tarke. Tarke. A, lot, a few people have mentioned Tarke. Laura's mentioned it. Someone else has mentioned it. I just think that there was a countless times in the second half, especially where it could have it could have been all over if it weren't for him getting back. There were two blocks, two specific blocks that I can think of that were almost like goal saving blocks. They were that good. They, I, I don't even know how we got to the first one. I think we were so caught up on the left side, um, our right defensively, as I was looking at it. Sorry, um, and then all of a sudden it shifted and he got us straight across, made that block, and for me. He did that all afternoon. So, yeah, Tarky's my man at match. Daniel, your thoughts on the mom? Um, I mean, she's all right. She's, <laughs> she's not too bad. I mean, Terrible. she's not giving pocket American, money man. anymore. We're not, we're not no, no pocket money anymore. These beer tokens have gone out the window. But uh... Jimmy Carpenter's laughing his head off because he's American. He's like, I get that. That's an American <laughs> joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm with Simon. I think Tarky, as, as he says, you know, he made the he made the mistake uh, by giving the ball away, but he was there to cut it out. He was there to cut it out. He redeemed himself. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd say Tarky, hands down. Yeah, everyone's agreeing, and I, I would I would thought I was going to like give a, a random man of the match here that no one would agree with. I thought people and <laughs> Jimmy Comet is laughing. He says, ha ha, good one. Because I nailed the accent. That's why it's funny. Because I nailed the accent. Um, but yeah, everyone, even everyone in the comments is saying Tarky as well. So I think it was, it must have been pretty obvious that it was Tarky. I thought Lennon was close. Only yes. because of his work rate. Um, but again, he's, he's got a good work rate, but not an amazing amount of end products. But he's probably had the better end products um, of some of the people out there. I thought Tarky uh, was the obvious man of the match though. Um, so, yeah, I agree with that. But we'll start wrapping that up now. Like I said, if you want to um, watch the rest of this, then when we end this, which is going to be happening in a few minutes, you can watch it pretty much from the start straight away. And the podcast will be up within the next half an hour. And if you go into work in the morning or school or college or whatever, then it will be on the podcast app as well. But, Dan, obviously, you've got your own YouTube channel. Where can everybody find you? Yeah, uh, I'll be over on Turf Morehouse TV uh, or just Turf Morehouse, whatever you want to. Whatever you want to search, search Fatball Ginger Guy and I'll probably pop up as well. And it, and it uh, will pop up. Or, or it'll be you or Dash. So yeah, it'll be me, Dash, or Fat Bastard from Austin Powers. But, or um... Simon, actually. Or Simon, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's not been listed. He doesn't even know. Uh, well, I've got, I've got <laughs> away with that one. I've got away with that one. Oh, you'll have to watch it back, Simon. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> on the podcast app tomorrow, mate. Yeah, do it, do it. Uh, but no, yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh, yeah. So much more optimism now. Happy as a pig in shit. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Thanks for joining us all, boys. It's been a pleasure. It's been good to do this with a positive sort of like mindset, isn't it? I don't think I've done one of these after a win yet. It's almost like counselling. It. It, well, I, when we were 2-1 down at half-time, I remember thinking, I might fucking cancel this, even though I'd already messaged you both. <laughs> I might fucking cancel this. I don't see the point. But then I remember thinking, oh, it'll be like therapy. But yeah. Obviously, doing it after the win is much better. You get more you get more viewers as well. You get more viewers as well. So more people joining in, having a laugh. Uh, Graham Jennings says, enjoy the rest of your evening, chaps. Roll on Sunday. Yes, can't wait for Sunday now. I'm looking forward to it. But thank you for joining us, boys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening if you're listening on the podcast later on. And uh, thank you for leaving a comment if you did. But thanks for now, and we will see you 
doing a preview probably for the Norwich game. Maybe, maybe not. See you later. 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 Maybe. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.